Welcome back to Night Swims, a podcast hosted by two idiots who think they know everything. Actually, Douglas, we are a podcast hosted, hosted by, by two idiots who think they know every conspiracy, mystery, and strange phenomenon. My bad. I apologize. <coughs> so, uh, Jackson and myself just got back from a... Uh, and a, a lot of people. Yeah. Um, who were they? I forgot. Crap. Um... We just got back from a... I'm trying to think of a good good way to describe this trip. From a very... Um, <laughs> from a very... I'm just looking at the audio and there's like... You, you can just see like... From a... <laughs> um, a, it's, what's, a good, what's a good word to describe our experience? It was a fun road trip. trip. Fun road trip... Very, it was an awesome road trip. Very, um, I, I do not, I'm not good with words. Euphoric. <laughs> <laughs> How is it euphoric? What does euphoric mean again? How am I supposed to? Savannah, euphoric? Google it, or Google it. What does here. euphoric mean, general manager? Yeah. All right, continue. Um, if I'm correct with this word, um, we had a very euphoric time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think he used it. It was a great time. Oh, Characterized by or Oh, yeah, 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 euphoric. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was very euphoric, actually. Yeah, it was we, very um, fun. We went to uh, Boone, North Carolina, to visit my older sister, Laura Hampton. Shout out to you and Frank for letting us stay in your apartment. We love you guys. Um, yeah, we got to spend some time with some of their friends up there. I met a lot of new new people, great people that live up there. Boone's in... The weather was amazing. Boone... Boone's, I just love North Carolina. To it's be honest, it's a great state. North Carolina is my favorite state. Great state. If I could, if I could live there one day, that's the idea. Yeah, it's so, it, oh, it's so cool. We went, we went up there to uh, tailgate the Appalachian State South Alabama game, and uh, we knew South Alabama was going to lose. Absolutely. So we um, don't wear pants. Yeah. Do you know, oh my god, that wearing was pants to a tailgating. Um, to, to tailgate a game in the. Uh, I was I was gonna wear shorts and then Douglas was like, "Oh, you're gonna be like freezing," and I was like, eh. "I mean," and then I, and then I, 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 I peer pressured and I, w- I was I was sweaty. I should have taken the fact that I sweat a decent amount. Yeah, you gotta listen to your instincts, not mine. Yeah, right. I was fine. I wore pants. I wore uh, khakis, Levi khakis, um, <laughs> with a wool shirt. I think it was <laughs> not wool. needed. In the I was just describing my outfit. It, no, it was, it was super fun. We got up, we we left Friday at like, dude, a little after ten. Yeah, and then no, got, a little bit before actually, around like nine thirty. And we got we got uh, there around close to ten thirty maybe. Yeah. And then uh, watched Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> we tailgated all day, and then we left uh, Sunday at around twelve. 12 yeah, noon or ish. one. Got back in Mobile. At, it was a great at twelve. Great weekend trip. It was Great super, weekend trip. Yeah, very fun. First, Thanks. first of many, hopefully. And uh, just word of advice: if you go to North Carolina, do drink the Kool Aid. It's a very fun time. <laughs> but um, you know, in the in the car ride, a great game to play is no games. Games, yeah, great games to play on a car ride. I'll give you, I'll give you some. Um, the alphabet game, and then Grandma's house. And Miss Molly and Snaps. Miss Molly, yeah. No, Snaps is not. Savannah, fun. do you, Savannah, do you want to try and come in here real quick and play a game of Snaps real quick? No, it won't. No. Oh. Well, it's it, Snaps. That. Snaps is personally my favorite like game. One of my personal favorite games ever. It 
originally as a camp game and it's it's kind of complicated but it's super fun once you get the hang of it yeah. but I tried to teach uh, the other two people that came with us I, I can't remember their names for the life of me but I tried to teach them it and uh, one of them got it okay yeah and then the other one was was struggling a little bit um, they uh, they went the brightest soul mm-hmm. I had a fun time playing uh, Grandma's House. Yeah, Grandma's House was was super fun. fun. Especially when you get like all like... uh, You want to try one? No, that'd be too much. (laughs) No, we can't do that. Um, Yeah, but Grandma's House... If you ever go on a a long road trip, don't don't stay on technology. Yeah. Interact with your fellow friends in the car with you. I hope Even if you can't remember their names. I hope to to one day uh, go on a road trip with um, Plunge Plunge. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Plunge Plunge is our friend group. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ask where the name originated. Should I comes. shout out Clunge Plunge? Just yeah, just shout out to Clunge Plunge. That's it. I was gonna. It's gonna <laughs> give them more of a shout out. We got a good podcast. Individual, individualistic names. Yeah, we'll do that some other time. No, we got a good podcast uh, for y'all today. But we do. All in all, our weekend was pretty good. We hope y'all's was amazing as well. Euphoric. <laughs> we hope it was great. Could I um? Could I read our first official review? Yeah. Of uh. Yeah. Of the new, the new Go ahead. age. Also, be my guest. Side note, um, for the audience, um, I'm not sure yet if I want to, but I may take off take off the first eleven episodes, just because if we're since we're rebranded and everything is conspiracy theory, like new logo and everything, new well, like bio and that's all our that. decision. I know, but just letting people know, like, if there are any episodes that you like on there, I'll probably keep, like, the popular ones, like, the ones that did well, like, Countdown yeah, I think around our one year, we could re-upload. So. Oh, I wasn't talking about that. What do you mean? I'm talking about, like, like the, the ones on Spotify. On Spotify. Yeah. We can re-upload some of the popular ones, some of the ones that did well. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about getting rid of the current 11, like, some I of those. Know. But what, what do you mean, re-upload? Not all of them. Like, when we get our one year... Just re-upload some that we've done in the past. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that'd be cool. People who uh, who are new to um, night swims, like currently, I guess that haven't been with us since last year in November. Mm-hmm. We were on SoundCloud for a little bit for about twenty-four episodes. First off, you're making a podcast. It was around twenty-seven. Was it? Yeah. If you're on, if you're gonna do start a podcast, don't do SoundCloud. It's horrible. Do Anchor. Yeah, Anchor's it's awesome. Great. But um, here's our first official intro. Or first official uh, review of the new branding. Uh, this comes from Preston Hart, a future guest. Hopefully, you can see the big fan of uh, conspiracies, mysteries, phenomena. Uh, your intro music almost made me end my life. It <laughs> must change. And then he said, I asked him how he thought the podcast was. Uh, this is the last one, Black Eyed Children, 30th Latitude. He said, uh, it was pretty good, not going to lie. My only critique is how many stories you did. Personally, I would rather hear a lot of details about a few stories rather than a basic rundown of a shit ton of stories. And I explained to him, uh, when when researching stuff that isn't like hard facts, I guess, like conspiracy theories, phenomena, all this type of stuff, there isn't going to be, like the the info on it is going to change. Like with Black Eyed Children, there wasn't a lot of, info like history of it because it's not like a super well-known like people don't know a lot about them but there's so many experiences people have with stuff like that that that's what the majority of it was so i felt sharing stories about it kind of gave an insight of what like they were i guess as if you ever like as an experience of like and like what why it's such a like a a well-known thing because of the effect it has on people i hope that door closing didn't pick up 
kind of ruined the flow. <laughs> if it Sorry. didn't, nobody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> and also, um, uh, we had a, an intro where I was getting attacked by aliens uh, in Bermuda Triangle one and the most recent one. Um, that is no longer a thing. Yeah, we, uh, you'll know by the fact that I didn't play this episode. But um, I think our intro music sets the mood. Yeah, the intro music is very good. I'm a big fan of it. Thank you to Bradley, Bradley. for the intro music, by the way. We love you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was just a little tidbit of. Uh, I was gonna say that. Oh, thank you. Little tidbit of the uh, of the week. Pre. Oh, also, um, weird upload schedule recently. Obviously, last podcast. I'd been sick and I couldn't research a lot and it was trying to hard to figure out when I could record. And then this week we were in Boone from Friday morning to basically Monday morning. And so mm-hmm. we weren't able to record. Uh, we should have pre-recorded, I guess. That was a mistake on our part. I apologize. Uh, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be back on schedule this it, weekend. It's very difficult scheduling when... Uh, with like school and work and all this other stuff, so we're, we are trying to work around that. We're, we're just gonna, 19 years old. Give us a break. We're gonna we're gonna figure that out. Hopefully, we're, we'll we'll eventually, especially with the new way we're going, we'll have a, a very set uh, direction. Yeah. So yeah. You ready to get <clears throat> into it? I I am. Uh, I'll be honest. Yeah. I don't want to get spooked out, but Douglas, wow me. <laughs> it never gets old. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Well, on today's episode, I kind of wanted to make it about. Mobile and like this, where we're from and stuff like that. So, what what I have for y'all today is a very well known story around like the locals of Mobile, Alabama. Is it? I know what it is. Yeah, because you told me ahead of time, but they yeah. don't know. Is it an urban legend? I mean, yeah, more, more maybe a folklore. It's a little bit of both. I mean, it's just a, it's it's pretty much a ghost story, mystery, and all that good stuff. You know, it's just it's a ghost a, story. It yeah. I mean, hmm. it's definitely a mystery. We need to do more conspiracy theories. We're, we're doing everything we can. <laughs> I know. We're only on episode three. I shouldn't say that. All right. So a little bit about Mobile. Um, Mobile was founded in 1702 by French-Canadian brothers Pierre Lemoyne de Iberville, Jean-Baptiste Lemoyne, Jean, Jean and Jean. Sieur de Bienville. Bienville. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Because like Bienville Square and... There are streets on Old Shell Road that are Lemoyne and Bienville. Um, just a little. Isn't Bienville a big road? Mm-mm. Oh. Nope. Well, if you if you live in Mobile, you know exactly what we're talking about. And if you're foreign to Mobile, visit. Well, it's kind of sad. Some people in Mobile don't know anything. That's about true. Mobile. Yeah. But um. The plebs, as I like for, to call them. I got that math wrong. <laughs> It's not 216 years, it's 316 years. <laughs> um, but yeah, for 316 years, Mobile has gained a very rich history. You thought about it too, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Um, one of which, <laughs> um, which is today's creepy topic, is um, the Boyington Oak, which is a very famous oak tree in downtown Mobile. Um, Mobile is also, it's very famous for its ginormous oak trees that are just scattered all around Mobile, like no matter where you are in Mobile, Alabama, you're gonna probably run into an oak tree. Yes. Also, another tidbit about Mobile: um, they invented Mardi Gras. Yeah. No, I have that here. Oh. So, uh, all caps. We started Mardi Gras. Enough said. Make we sure did. Put that in there. Those those Nola people believe yeah. they started it. No, they just made it trashy. <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> it is fun, but it's also it's, it's fun here. It's it, it, it's it, it, 
Mardi Gras was invented in Mobile. It was found in Mobile. New Orleans adopted it, but uh, we were born into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So today's topic is the creepy part of Mobile. God, I said that wrong. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta read. Today's creepy topic. <laughs> You got it. My eyes are blurry. Hold on. <laughs> what are your glasses? <laughs> fucking, I don't know. <laughs> Is this still blurry? Yeah, it's recording. <laughs> yeah, we're still recording. We haven't right. stopped. So today's creepy topic is one that is famous with the locals around Mobile, um, which is the Boyington Oak. Now, the Boyington Oak Have is you already a... mentioned the Boyington Oak? I don't know. What do you mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> You have to punch it. The Boyington Oak <laughs> is a southern live oak that sits right outside of the Church Street Cemetery. Now, the Church Street Cemetery holds many famous Mobile natives, including Joe Kane, which Joe Kane, if you don't know, he pretty much began like the modern way of how Mardi Gras is today. Oh, I, just so people are confused, I feel like we should reiterate. Um, today isn't only about the oak it's more of like a, a setting yeah, I said that. Uh, it's it's more so no, I, about I, like I, I the history that. of mobile and how there's yeah. a lot of uh, i started with on today's episode i want to make it about the city that jackson and myself are from mobile alabama you did yeah oh that's right here I'm just reiterating okay sorry um yeah Mo- uh, joe kane um he pretty much paved the way for how like mardi gras and mobile is celebrated <coughs> you okay I swallowed the wrong way <laughs> Just a <laughs> fucking mess. <coughs> it went down the wrong hole. <coughs> Keep going. Keep going. I, no, you gotta. I gotta wait till you stop. <laughs> <coughs> okay, we're good. <coughs> you good? Yeah, I'm good. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is a shit show. Okay. I got punched by a kid today at work. I think this is the cause. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It went, it went down the wrong pipe. All right. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, we're going to have to no. do something about that. No, that's funny. Why do you think that's funny? Just it's keep funny going. It's funny Wait, to You me. need to stop in every single pause and be like, Ooh, that, no, that, no, 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 no. Yeah. Just go it, with Ow, my. Just go. This is a shit show. Um, okay, so where I was, <laughs> I was talking about Joe Kane. Yes, and, and he pioneered. Yeah, he paved the way to how... I don't know anything about Joe Kane, I'll be honest. Okay, well, I'll, I'll enlighten so, you. So, and, and, yes. Wow, me. Okay. Um, <laughs> so right. he... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking shit. Just go. He, he paved the way for how... Like Mardi Gras Mobile was is celebrated today. Well, is it just is like Mardi Gras all? Uh, not to like deteriorate from the fact that he did that, but is Mardi Gras like the only thing he did, or did he do anything else? I mean, what he was doing maybe like for the city in general. I guess what what I read, he was basically using satire to anger the U.S. military by dressing. He dressed up as a Cherokee Indian. Let's see. 
Yeah, now, Chickasaw Indian. I knew that. And because they had never been defeated in war. And since he was in Confederate, Confederate territory, I guess he was mocking the Confederate army for okay. losing the Civil War. Um, but, um, yeah, so he basically paved the way because if you've ever experienced Mardi Gras, people dress up in all these elaborate costumes and all that sh- stuff. Um, <laughs> saved it there. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so he, bas- he dressed up as a Chickasaw Indian, paraded through the streets of Mobile, and that pretty much, it's been the same ever since. It's just gotten more and more elaborate. Um, but and with years of Mardi Gras comes years of spookiness. Spooky. Oh. Mardi Gras is pretty spooky. Mardi Gras can be a little bit creepy. Yeah. No, I remember, okay, so um, I was walking downtown. I'm not sure if you were with me, but um, I was walking downtown with some friends, and it was nearing Mardi Gras. I think it was around January. Mardi Gras is usually celebrated in February. And walked turned onto one street and there were people there standing in a group holding torches with red hoods what the and heck? like red gowns and it resembled the KKK and no, I definitely wasn't with you yeah no um, I don't think you were but no that creeped that creeped me out so as soon as I turned saw them boom went the other way and yeah that's that but um <laughs> Kerchat out of there <laughs> another uh famous native of Mobile um, is James W. Roper, who built the famously haunted Oakley Mansion. That is, He's buried there? Yes, in the Church Street Cemetery. Um, but yeah, the uh, Oakley Mansion, I think, was built, I want to say the 1820s, maybe? Or Ow. later, I'm not sure. 1820s, so, 1830s. So this oak, I guess, is like surrounded by a lot of uh, oh, no. there, there's some strong paranormal energy around I, I, There might be a, a a white a lady in white who haunts the cemetery as well. Could be wrong about that. Did you read in the Church Street Cemetery? Yes. Or I, is I, it the Magnolia Cemetery? That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying yeah. to figure out. I it, I know it's it's one of the cemeteries in Mobile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just one of the many. Oh, we got I, we got a few. I do. Uh, I want to say it's Church Street because I it's Church Street is not that big of a cemetery, right? No, it's not. Magnolia is definitely Magnolia is probably at least like ten times bigger. Yeah, I feel like Church more. Street Church Street is the one I'm thinking of. So a lot of I don't know if it's all influenced by the oak and uh, not frost. Who was the other one? Uh, Boy- Boyington. Have we gotten there? No. I don't. Want, I don't want to jump ahead. Well, I mean, it's the Boyington oak. Yeah. But um, yeah. Well, I'll go ahead and read the story. Yeah, get the um, get the story out of the way. A little background on the person it's named after. Um, so, it, the guy who he okay. So Charles R. S. Boyington, he moved to Mobile from Connecticut in the 1830s. In the 1830s in Mobile, where it's like a big time for growth and expansion. Um, but around Mobile, Boyington was known to be a frequent gambler, and he owed money to a lot of people. Like as a gambler, people owe you money, you owe people money. It's just a constant cycle. But um, on uh, May 11th, 1834, Boyington was seen accompanied by Nathaniel Frost, um, who was an acquaintance who owed Boyington money, and they were on a walk to the Church Street graveyard, which sat on the outskirts of the, of the city at, um, during that time. And uh, later that day, Frost was found robbed and stabbed to death, like just left there outside the cemetery. And of course, the last person who was with him was Boyington. 
And so, being the obvious suspect of the murder, Frost was found guilty of the crime. Um, and so, the day of, like, so he was found guilty, sentenced to death, and on the day of um, his execution, which was February 20th, 1835, Charles Boyington, he was hanged for the murder of Nathaniel Frost, but before, the ex like, before he was hanged, um, he exclaimed that a mighty oak tree would sprout up from his heart to prove his innocence, that he did not murder Frost. And, like, I, there are actually records of him saying that. Um, so, like, it's been proven that he's actually said that. So, like, multiple, like, a lot of different sources, I yeah. guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you Google this, you'll find multiple sources on this. Um, one that I found interesting was this actual, like, paranormal team that did a whole story on it. and Y'all can Google that. But um, to everyone's surprise, a giant oak tree did spring up, like, right out of where Boyington's grave was. Um, and his grave was originally inside the walls of the cemetery, but to not disrupt the growth of the oak tree, the wall was moved back shortly after the turn of the 20th century. And this put Boyington's grave, like, right outside cemetery walls on... Um, Bayou Street, which is the street to the um, northwest of, like, the northwest corner of the graveyard. Oh, yeah. And, um, no, yeah, it's got, it's not really fenced in, but it's got, like, little pilings and stuff surrounding it. So it's got, like, one of those it. plaques that, like, historical plaques on it. And, um, yeah, so visitors to the tree have reported hearing voices, whispers, and, you know, the occasional cry for innocence. Or... Cry, Cry for, for help, help yeah. by Natty Frost. Natty Frost <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a dirt cheap beer. Yeah, <laughs> get your Natty Frost right now. Uh, but yeah, no, that's the story. And is this I, the? I wish there was more, because there was little to no evidence besides um, Boyington, like being the last person seen with Frost. That's it. That's all they had to go for. And so they don't like... They never like... There was an investigation. But they... It was concluded... Like they never concluded that it was anybody else. No. So does this mean that... Boyington is innocent? Or I mean, that Boyington was magic? Was magic? I don't know the best way to... De I don't know the best way to describe it, know. but like... I mean, it's kind of hard to say <coughs> that he was innocent... Because I mean, we I I haven't found any other explanation to why he wouldn't be guilty. Mm -hmm. But um, like, but to in proof of his innocence, a tree did grow from his grave, mm -hmm. which I thought is pretty spooky. It's a little spooky. But um, <coughs> yeah, no, I can't tell you whether he's innocent or guilty. But the, I mean, I feel like there's more evidence to prove that he's innocent. Now that a tree has sprouted from his grave. Yeah. Like, too bad he's dead. <laughs> I mean, we, just been, we just missed him. He <laughs> would have been dead anyways. But. We just, just missed him. It's, but, a, it's a damn shame. Boyington, if you're listening through the uh, frequencies of this podcast, I believe you, buddy. Frost, you can go suck it. <laughs> <laughs> what if... <laughs> He could be guilty and yeah. <laughs> just backed him. And yeah, no, this could just basically be... told an innocent man to suck it. Okay, I'm, I apologize. That was insensitive. I mean, this could be a big old coincidence, but it's kind of a... It's, it's a very just, shady coincidence. Yeah, no, I mean, 
as a believer of paranormal, I want to believe that he's innocent and that a tree sprouted from his grave to prove his innocence. Is there uh, any any other like known information about <coughs> the Boyington Oak and like the like experiences maybe people have had there? Um, I mean, as of like voices and stuff, yes, but like apparitions, no. Like, I mean, I'm sure you can go and take pictures, like still photos around the tree at night and see like maybe like see stuff. The come occasional up. orb, um, orbies Look at soothing all these spot. Air orbs. <laughs> um, but no, I there are no like you can Google a picture of the tree now and it's oh the Boyington it, Oak has yeah. a, its own Wikipedia page. Yeah, um, it's got multiple sources on it. That is actually pretty cool. It's on the um, Mobile Haunted Tours. Other locations would be um, Battle House, um, Malaga Inn, Fort Condi. Oh, Malaga Inn's awesome. Malaga is awesome. Now, me and Jackson have a have an experience there. Um, we do act. Okay, so, again, this episode is more so focused on all the uh, creepy, like, mysteries and phenomena that happen around Mobile. I... From what it seems, just because, like, the timeline and everything, I feel like this is kind of like the first, the Boynton Oak. It's yeah. kind of like the, the first. Uh, well, I'd say you can go, like, what do you mean, like, first? Like, the first, like, the oldest, I guess, like, mystery air Maybe. quote in Mobile. I mean, Boynton was executed about, what? Hundred and in the eighteen thirties, so years after yeah no that was hundred thirty three years after Mobile was founded. Seventeen oh two to eighteen thirty five. Okay, yeah. Um, but uh, wait, is that right? Yeah, hundred thirty three. <sighs> yeah, we don't we shouldn't do math on the podcast. <laughs> but um, I mean, for as of the first, I'm not sure, but I feel like. Geographically, you can like where buildings are placed. You can make that timeline out, but I don't have that much information. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the Malaga Inn is a very old. It, it's very beautiful hotel. It's awesome. Um, it's a lot of weddings. Like if you are stay held there, there, it's I don't. It's it's pretty much you think you're in New Orleans if you stay there. Not to crap a movie. The Malaga Inn was uh, founded in 1862. Oh, okay. So it was a little after, but um. Yeah, no, me and Jackson have, uh, I went, investigated. Yeah, so, story time. Yeah. Uh, A little side story. Um, We, uh, when we were sophomores in high school, we, um, we uh, thought we would try and, like, make a film project about ghosts around Mobile. And uh, so the Malaga Inn is... I don't know where it's located exactly. It's on, um, oh, what's that street called? I don't know. I don't know the street name. Sorry. But um, it's 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 the downtown historic district of Mobile. Yeah. But um, no, the Mulligan is. It's yeah, like 1862. Very pretty hotel. Um, like you walk in, just chandelier, very nice vibes in there. Wouldn't think it. Well, actually, I probably you would think it's haunted, but it's just a very beautiful place it is um like you walk in you can walk straight through another door there's a courtyard with a fountain yeah it, it's, it's very just, it's really cool yeah but it, um, it look up pictures it's awesome there's a story that um and there's actually i think there's proof so video proof like video evidence well, that there I, i've is, got it pulled up oh you do yeah so um, first off um well they, they can't see it yeah well <laughs> the historic hotel is believed to be one of the most haunted hotels in alabama 
And uh, when you walk in in the lobby area, I guess, to the left, there's a giant uh, painting of a woman um, dressed in uh, white. And uh, so when you walk into the courtyard, it's basically like a square. We didn't didn't know that that picture was there. We just heard about the lady in white when we, like, first visited. And so we walk in. It, like we we had previously heard about, like we read online about a lady in white that haunted a certain room, I and we explain. we look up to our left, and there's this giant picture on the wall of a lady in a white dress, and it just it creeped me out. Yes. So when you walk out into the courtyard, when you walk out from the lobby, right above you is room number one double o seven, James Bond. And uh, several guests have reported seeing the ghost of a woman dressed in white pacing the balcony outside of that room. Many other guests have witnessed a chandelier swinging back and forth, lights coming on all by themselves, and furniture pieces mysteriously moving around on their own. We and, caught uh, a, we, we Okay, so we, we were able to... They gave us a key. Yeah, so to, we walk yeah. in... And uh, we talked. It was like no one was there, and they were doing construction on it. It's a dry and, weekend. Yeah, we walk <laughs> in, and this super nice lady... I think it's under new management, which yeah, kind of sucks. Because uh, we walk – this was in 2015 maybe. Yeah. And we walk in and there's this uh, – there's a uh, – it's like only one lady at the desk. And we start explaining like who we are and that we want to um, – oh, you can actually look up spirit box sessions at the Malaga. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Which we had a spirit box at the time. I wish – I want to play those, but I don't want to like be like just like looking through the video yeah. about like where to go. But um, we uh, we walk in. We start explaining who we are, and the lady's like, "Oh, that's cool." And she pulls out this book about like the history of it, and she told me to look up this YouTube video yeah. that the news did on this, and uh, and sh- she goes, "Okay, so um, if you want to look around, that's totally fine. Don't bother the construction." And then she pulls out a key, and she goes, "Here's a master key to every single room in the hotel." <laughs> we were like, we we're like. We have, we have so much power. We like the power. <laughs> it was awesome. And so oh, that was definitely one of the most fun days of us doing that. Um, but yeah, we we got into the room uh, 007. We set up a camera in there. We, are you watching? It? I no. I just read an experience someone has in the Malaga. All right. Well, hold on. Yeah, we set up a camera and we left it in 007 with lights on, and um, we set up a recorder and then we walked. Uh, we walked everywhere. Around. We went under the hotel. Yeah. So the late, so the in the in the uh, in the video I was watching him, he was talking to the desk lady. In the video I was watching, they mentioned the uh, the slave quarters, and the lady goes, "I go." They mentioned the slave quarters, and without hesitation, he goes, "Oh, you can go in there." So she walks us around, and w- there's two stairs to get up, two main stairs like inside. All the other stairs are outside to get upstairs to the second floors. And it's on the right side of the hotel if you walk in. Uh-huh. And uh, oops, sorry. And uh, she opens up this like door that's under it, and then lifts up this piece of wood. And there's this tiny little hole that you like can crawl an, in. It's an actual hidey hole. Yeah, under the and under the entire hotel. And when you crawl in, it's super small. And to the left of them, it's this is kind of hard to describe, but we're basically in like two to three feet high of underground the entire hotel. And if you turn to the left of where the hole uh, is, there's a, a hole in the wall, and there's cots, like like beds. where slaves would like sleep. And there was it seemed and like it's pitch, it was the original. It's, like it's practically pitch black. There's there's one light, 
for like maintenance in the far right. So it's basically pitch black. No, that was the actual hole to the outside. It was. Yeah. Oh, so it's super cool. I don't. They probably won't let you do that anymore. Um, I wish they would. I would do that again. Yeah, that <laughs> it was so cool to do that. But, but no, yeah, we each took. There was three of us, and we each took turns. Like, one of us would go, or two of us would go exploration routes in the. Hotel. Yeah, I, I stayed in the slave quarters by myself. Wait, well, you took a turn, and I took a turn. And then we both went down there. Yeah. You, you went left, and I went right. And then uh, I had a camera, and Douglas had a still camera, and I had a recording camera. And uh, on the video – so it's it, it's probably like 10 feet of just like open space in front of you. And then behind that, there's walls, and there's openings for like all the pipings to go underneath the hotel. And then it's really dark. Like you can't see anything beyond that point. And on the video camera, when we watch back, which take this as, as you will, there's not a lot of proof that we did to go back on it. <laughs> on the uh, on the back, in the back, in one of the holes, there's like there were two dots, and they were continuous. They weren't like moving, like staring, I guess, back at me, like eyes. And Douglas switched, and he took a photo of the same area. And when we looked back on the photos, there were two like l- like eyes, essentially looking at us again. So. It was very interesting coincidence. Yeah, it, was very, it was really cool. Very creepy. And then uh, I have a, an experience someone shared, right. if I could read that real quick. So, uh, my sister and I stayed at the Malaga in the summer of 1995. We had checked into the Holiday Inn, but when we saw it, we decided it looked more interesting and stayed here instead. Which, if you ever come to Mobile, stay there. It's a lot better because it's local. We got an upstairs room at the front of the hotel, and we had a great dinner and spent time out on the balcony enjoying the evening. In the middle of the night, I was awakened by my sister screaming bloody murder because someone had crawled into bed with her. And even worse was when she realized no one was there. And uh, the next day, when they asked the front desk about it, it apparently is the room where there, uh, it's the one room with uh, activity, air quote, which we got for no extra charge. So they'll just give you a haunted room. <laughs> and, uh, and this was, this was, well before ghost hunting was a common thing and they literally knew nothing about the hotel hmm. so and it was 35 dollars for a night there that's actually cheap we should do that <laughs> that'd be Just creepy me and you. <laughs> hotel. Oh, i want to hear those spirit box sessions those those are kind of cool yeah we, we we had some equipment uh we had a spirit box with us we had an evp recorder EVP recorder uh melmeter i don't know what that is it's uh I don't know either. <laughs> I just had it. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, we had a lot of fun. And uh, it's definitely a peaks our interest. Um, paranormal stuff. Like, that's why I guess we deemed our podcast sort of a paranormal mystery conspiracy theory podcast. A lot of different topics. But, um, but yeah, that's just one of the creepy spots that we visited around Mobile um, when we... We're trying to make that documentary that was never finished. And um, another point was um, we went around Fort Condi, which is sort of, it's on Royal Street and a little ways like towards the bay. And if you keep going around Fort Condi, you'll turn into this old neighborhood, like it's built in like 1700s. And so we were trespassing. Uh, in one of the old abandoned houses and we'd walk up the stairs very rusty stairs and we'd walk in holes in the floor and all that stuff and like as you were walking the floor you could feel the floor just like 
begin to give way. And cave. Yeah, no, it and as soon as we saw that, like we didn't go deep into this house. No, it was very but, um, creepy. Yeah. And we didn't go deep because we thought we'd run into a homeless man or something. <laughs> yeah. That too. Forgot about That'd that. That'd be the scariest thing there. I think I'd be I think I'd be more scared of a homeless guy than an actual spirit trying to get <laughs> But um no, yeah, that's... We tried to go um, into the Battle House, didn't we? Which is a very expensive, no, popular we, hotel. No, the, uh, the plan for us was to uh, rent a room there. Oh, yeah. And stay there for a night and try and get the most haunted room and see what happened. But, us uh, sophomores. But we never... Uh, trying to buy a hotel room. <laughs> we never, uh, we never uh, went through with it. And then the um, do we still have footage from this? Oh, maybe I don't know. We might, but there's also the uh, the Oakley, Oakley Mansion, and you know about that. Now, so I'll let you. There were I, there's some youth group around Mobile that would actually spend the night in the Oakley Mansion. I'm sure you can. Yeah, no, you can, but like they would actually take like groups of teens and adults in there to spend the night and actually investigate. Um, and a lot of stuff happened. I'm not really. I don't really remember what happened. Like just furniture moving, like poltergeist activity, and all that, all that good stuff. That's some fun stuff. And um, all the good. But no, I I have a picture. Um, we should. We'll post it. When yeah, we, I'll post yeah. that picture. But I have a picture. I was driving because I lived um, in that neighborhood, the Oakley Garden District, and so I was coming home from somewhere. I don't remember where. It was probably work or something. It it was dark. And so I was driving, and uh, the song, I was almost home, and the song just came on. And I was like, crap, i got to finish this song. So I, I drive around the neighborhood. I do that a lot. I like to drive around, look at all the old houses. And so I turn, okay, so there's a street called Palmetto. And so I drive down there, turn on to um, whatever this street is called. It's the street that the mansion, like the front of the mansion is on. And so I turn, and I'm facing away from the mansion and in my rearview mirror I see what looks like a woman like a woman in antebellum period clothing like a dress long dress and could um, you say she was lady antebellum can't say I could <laughs> I don't know can't say I could she's trying to talk in period <laughs> period talk um Ew. But no, the, so I stop the car, I get out, and like I still have my eyes on this person. Mm-hmm. And so I take a picture, and it looks like what I saw. He took it on Snapchat. I did, because I wanted to send it to my friends, <laughs> and, um, which I could have. But, <laughs> but no, the quality is very bad, and um, I put a red circle around Again, it. Again, take it as you will yeah. when, we, when you see it. I mean, I can't say I saw the figure moving but it without a doubt looks like a person in a antebellum style dress like as they wore in that time period and i showed it to my friends creeped them out creeped me out like i got back in my car and i hauled ass (laughs) and as soon as i got home i showed my mom the picture she's like "What? what but um but no like if you i mean if you come to mobile you stay somewhere that has a history, you're bound to experience something. Most definitely. Um, There's one time where I was in my house. My house is 115 years old, and I'm home alone. 
And, you know, downstairs watching TV. I forgot what I was watching. Uh-huh. Probably some Blue Mountain State or something. Just get to the bowling. <laughs> and um, my dog was with me right next to me. And you know how dogs have a sixth sense. So he starts just looking up. Like up. And I hear what sounds like people walking, or a person, big boots, walking in my attic. <laughs> and Russ runs... And it's the scariest thing when you're home alone. Your dog just starts, like, bolts upstairs, starts barking. And he's just standing at the door, like, of my attic. (laughs) So you walk up my steps. Stirps? Steps. (laughs) And um, you walk up, and then the attic door is just right on the right. So he's just standing there sniffing and barking. And I didn't want to open the door. Obviously. I, I wouldn't. I didn't open the door, but my, like... You just feel uneasy if you don't open the door, but you feel uneasy if you do open the door. Because if you find that... Either way, if you find that there's nothing there, you're going to feel uneasy. But if you find that there's something there, you're going to feel uneasy, and you're going to pee your pants. <laughs> um, but, like, I ended up not opening the door. Smart. No. Because, <laughs> I mean, you're just sitting there, home alone, waiting for your mom to get home. Like, Mom, I'm so upstairs. <laughs> but... Yeah, no, that that's pretty much in my house. That's the only thing that's happened to me. But you know about the footprint on my ceiling. Yeah. In I my- also know, like, in Douglas's room, there's a panel that's painted it, shut. No, it's, okay, so it's, like, for the outer rim of, like, a painting. That's like that's what people think it is. It's a built-in to, frame. To me, it looks like it's, like, it's, like, blocking something. Yeah, no, there is a clear line you can see of, like, where a panel, like, you can yeah. pull it so out. For, for all we know, Douglas has, like, a secret thing, like, a secret compartment in his house that could very well hold something, like, creepy or someone. Or some money. And I've always, like, every time I go there and, like, that is brought up, I'm always, like... The, foot, I always, the like, footprint on my ceiling scares me the most. Yeah. I always tell his mom, like, you should open that. Like, see if you can even open that just to see, like, what's back there. You want to go open that? I would love... Like, I honestly would love to open that We should panel. open it this weekend. Do you want to? Like, I seriously would. I would love to open if that. If it opens. Yeah. If, if, I feel if, like we're going to be really disappointed. If it's possible of opening, I would love to open that. We can open it. You should seriously talk to your mom because I would love to like figure that out. Huh? And there's yeah the footprint. Uh, I honestly have no idea how that got up there. And then there's just a footprint on the ceiling. That's, that's really <laughs> it, which is spooky. But um, yeah, for, that's pretty much the experiences I've had. Also, well, there is this one other I've never forgotten this. Ooh. Um, like it's I still have vivid dreams about this. Um, dreams. So I was walking back from a Mardi Gras parade. And Did you, I was, the hood I was thing? about what the hoods? The hoods? No, <laughs> the no, torches. No. All right, lay it That'd on me. That'd be creepy if I saw. Lay it on me. So I was walking back, um, my with my old friends and family and all that, but I mm. strayed away from them. <laughs> nope. Like a little kid does. I was about ten years old, and so there is on the corner of my block, and you can like you walk to the corner and you see a big old yellow mansion. Like, this place is huge. Um, me and my friends used to be scared of it. Like Wait, we, what, what is it? This huge yellow mansion. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> but um, 
So I'm looking at it, and there's like no lights <laughs> around it besides street lights. So I just see what looks like a sheet, but it has, it's like flannel. It's just running across the yard, like super fast though. Yeah. Like it's it's zooming, umi zoomy across that yard. And I sit and watch it, and as soon as it hits the street, it's just gone. Huh. Like, I don't see anybody in the street. I don't see anything at all. And so I just go home. I didn't sleep that night. <laughs> and no, I haven't forgotten that experience Interesting. at all. Never heard that before. I have told you that. I wrote it in my diary. <laughs> uh, but um, do you have any uh, experiences you'd like to share? No, honestly, I, I don't. That's sad. <clears throat> uh, there's like, I, I've never, I, I, I'm kind of like upset that I've never had like very like vivid or intense ghost experiences. But I at the same say time. I mine were intense. No, just in general. But at the same time, I'm actually happy because I honestly would probably have a panic attack. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I guess I'm in the middle of a. If I, uh, if I want that to happen or if I don't want that to happen, simply yeah. for the fact that um, it it would terrify me. Yeah, I don't think that's how people see it. Like, I feel like people that choose to not believe in ghosts are just like scared. Yeah, like they're just terrified. Like I, <clears throat> I, like people are always skeptics. Like ghosts aren't real, especially when there's like, uh, very well documented. Ex- instances of this so I, I always should think like a skeptic should spend a night in like a very extremely haunted place and then uh, see what see, they think yeah see that. how that thing see how they feel about that because there's probably hundreds of thousands of haunted places in the in the United States alone I want to say that the most haunted place is the um, Waverly Hills Sanitarium not really sure what state it's in. But Possibly the Overlook Hotel or yeah. the Stanley Hotel, whichever one it's called. Um, yeah. What's that hotel in Vegas? I know that the one where um, Ghost Adventures filmed their first documentary. Oh, I don't know. But I also know um, there's one place called Bobby Mackey's yeah. Bar oh, or yeah, whatever it's a- called. It's considered to be the most one of the most haunted places in yeah, the world and also known as a uh, portal to hell. Yeah. Because there's an actual hole in the ground. The well, one in the basement is yeah. right. So that I googled the top ten most haunted places and Travel Channel, and c- consider these: uh, the Moundsville Penitentiary, the Trans Allegheny Lunatic uh, Asylum, the Villisca Axe Murder House, which Ooh. is uh, not Lizzie Borden. Sorry, Sammy Dean, which I, I think is a town. The Cuban oh, Club. Those breakfast things. I don't know. Fort. Oh, that's Jimmy Dean. Fort Mifflin, <laughs> Moon River Brewery, the Sultan's Place. Oh, the Lori House, mm-hmm. I think, is a place. Uh, the Calcasu Courthouse and the Eastern State Penitentiary. Yeah, I've heard about that. So those We've are the... we somehow uh, made this not about Mobile. Yeah. But, well, um, it's just about ghosts in general. Yeah. So those are... Uh, according according to Travel Channel... The ten most haunted places in the in the U.S. There's a bunch of different like National Geographic has one, Cosmopolitan has one, Cosmopolitan Na- has National, one. National Geographic, National Geographic. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's all we have. Yeah, I think that's all we have. Uh, but um, today. I hope you learned something about Mobile. Like uh, the one thing that I want our listeners to take away from this podcast is we invented Mardi Gras.
That's it. That's it. I don't care if you didn't listen that's to the rest wanna, of it. That's what I want y'all to know. That's what you... Uh, I love you, New Orleans, but we did it first. That's all you wanted to take? Well, yeah, I, I, I feel like if, to people who didn't know the Boyington Oak story, it's definitely a very interesting story. Yeah. And well I should have researched another famous Mobile ghost story, but... It's okay. You're learning. No, I... I shut up. <laughs> I... I I feel like I brought some good stuff to the table. Don't pat my thigh. You're sorry. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think next week we'll... Uh, I think next week, we've, the last two we've done a bit like more paranormal. I think next week will be... I think I'll bring... You mean this week? Yeah. <laughs> next episode, I'll bring a uh, conspiracy to the table. Or something. I think for my next topic, I'm going to do something along the lines of music. Okay. We'll just get into that. But um, yeah, that's all we have for today. We hope you enjoyed yes. my my mobile ghost story and my personal ghost stories. Um, and uh, just mobile in general, any all the any mystery or phenomena that surrounds. Just, just it. a fun fact about myself: um, I'm more scared of cockroaches than I am of ghosts. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, please follow us on Instagram to stay notified about everything. At nightswims.podcast. And please talk you, to us. If you're listening and there's something you Just, desperately want to like us to talk about, please reach out to us. Yeah. I mean, our friends will text us, but they don't. No one has texted us anything. There's one thing true. that Preston has said, and he wants to do it when he gets on. Okay. So well. We'll, we'll figure that out. We'll figure that Just out. Talk to us. Yeah. But uh, thank you for listening. We need some human interaction. All right, don't make it creepy. <laughs> but thank you, thank you for listening as always, and uh, we hope you enjoyed. Spooky. Sayonara. <laughs> Sayonara. Yeah. Okay. That works, right? Sure. All right, ready? You first. I've been Douglas. Sayonara. <laughs>